communicate with the future. Time travel. No. Inversion. Name it and pull the trigger. You're shooting the bullet. You're catching it. Oh. Well, I've seen too much. Might well try and keep up. This is it. We we have come on a long journey. Or have we started? It, damn it, Jacobs. I was doing the thing. <laughs> and it seems we have come back to the start. <laughs> <laughs> what a perfect way to end Christopher Nolan month. I almost said tenant month. What a, what a perfect way to end Christopher Nolan month than with Shaquise interrupting me in my bed. That's how we started. That's how this whole thing started. It was it was Chiquise almost said Chris interrupted me with this bit. I, I yes, people. We are is me, Trady Price, and of course Shaquise Moore. Say hello. Since you can't shut the fuck up. What up, people? <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about Christopher Nolan's latest film, the one that he deems so important that you need to go see it in theaters during a pandemic, Tenet. Last time they won those units. I mean, you remember when I said Inception is Christopher Nolan's most Christopher Nolan film? Mm-hmm. You remember when I said that? Those yeah. were my words that came right out of my mouth. Yeah, that was just a couple episodes ago. Allow me to invert that. How very Nolan of you. This is Christopher Nolan's Christopher Nolan film. Yeah. This is Christopher Nolan's most Christopher Nolan film because I forgot about the one thing that Christopher Nolan has developed over his years. We saw it in Batman and now we see it here. A bunch of goddamn nonsense jargon <laughs> that don't make no damn sense. You, you, you either live long enough to see yourself become the hero or you die the villain. You're the hero that Gotham needs, not the one that it wants <laughs> right now. None of that makes any sense <laughs> in the scheme of things. And now we have Tenet, where half of the explanation for this movie makes no sense whatsoever. I, I, I actually stopped the movie mid-movie to just say, like, it, it just, it, it hit me so hard how little sense it made. <laughs> We're, we're, th- these bullets are reversing the entropy of the world. You're you're not you're not tossing the bullet. You're catching it, but you have to have tried to toss it in order to catch it. Instinct. Just says instinct. They just say words. It's just like yeah, that makes sense, right? No, no, no it does fucking not, bro. This shit does not make. And the explanations make no sense, but it's cool as hell. And, and that's the th- that is the thing about this movie. This movie is cool as shit. This movie is sleek, stylish. It is like a it is like a a weird time James Bond film, and I feel like that is exactly what they were going for. This weird time James Bond film aesthetic, and it worked. It, I don't know. For me, it worked. It works, but I'm. So 
I ain't gonna pretend I understand this movie. I'm no. gonna do it. I, no, I ain't no. gonna pretend like I understand everything that I ain't, bro. I ain't even understand half the movie until three quarters of the movie was over. <laughs> okay, so there are parts where I got the movie, and there are parts where the movie just fucking lost me. Yeah, so like the beginning part when they're in the Oslo Theater mm-hmm. or the, the opera. I thought that was John David Washington. I now believe that that's Neil because of the backpack. Mm, yeah, have to go check for that. Yeah, this is also the thing about a Nolan film is that there's <laughs> like he there aren't Easter eggs from other things. There's Easter eggs from the movie, from itself. The movie itself. Like the Easter <laughs> eggs are the movie, so like they give you some, but there's some that you might have missed. There's some that you definitely missed. There's, exactly. There's like, no you might have to go back and see it again. So like. We have to look for the fucking backpack now mm-hmm. and see if it was him because it was like they didn't show him going back there, but it very well could have been him, right? From the future, I don't. So like at the end, so like, like inverting and not inverting at the same funny time because it's kind of like I don't know if you you're not big into Doctor Who, right? No, I've not seen a single episode. There is in the like the the not the last arc, but like I think a couple of arcs ago, I think the eleventh and during the eleventh Doctor Matt Smith era, they they throw in a character that was introduced in the tenth Doctor's era named Doctor River Song. She was a character who was always going in that would meet the doctor at different points in time. So she would meet the doctor forward through her timeline and he would meet her or no shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He would meet hers backwards through his timeline. So like, (laughs) so like their first meeting, his first meeting for her is her last meeting for him is where she dies. Oh damn! Yeah, damn. Yeah, and then you see her later, but it's younger her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's like every time he meets her, it's a different timeline from her point. Or it's a different timeline from both of their points of view. They never meet the same timeline version. So they keep they even keep like little notes of like stuff that might that happened uh, in each other's timeline. Say, has this happened? Oh no, this hasn't happened yet. Okay, ah, you know <laughs> stuff like that. That's kind of like what's what I imagine is happening here with John with uh, uh what is his name? He's just the protagonist. He's just the fucking protagonist. I didn't, I didn't realize he didn't even have a name. He didn't have. He kept saying, "I'm the protagonist." We don't know anything about this guy. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't realize that he never said a name. I don't think I cared. Uh, he was John David Washington to me the whole film. Quite honestly, yeah, I was so, just like John's going crazy in there. Next to fucking Robert. Or so, sorry, next to Neil because Neil actually had Neil a had a name. So I feel like Neil, like that's how I feel like was going on with with these two characters that were that were meeting them. Through each of the through uh, different points of each of that time, like he's going backwards and Neil's going backwards, mm-hmm. and John David Washington is going forwards, or excuse me, the protagonist is going forward. <laughs> so we meet Neil, I guess, in the beginning where he kind of yeah. incites the incident where we see. I gotta watch that opening again. Yeah, we gotta rewatch the opening. I gotta rewatch that opening again because I don't I don't know because he has because there somebody has their piece of the algorithm uh-huh. in the beginning. That's the whole thing that they're trying to get or whatever. Uh-huh. And dude shows up out of nowhere, but it looks like John David Washington's suit that he wears later when they're fighting in the airport. So I'm just, I'm kind of mad confused still. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. When, <laughs> man, 
Bruh, like, <laughs> I'm still, I, okay, I still don't understand the, okay, so the rule, you're inverted, you have to wear a mask. Ha mm-hmm. ha. Uh, because That'll you can't, be because pandemic. Okay, all right. Uh, I don't know if that was outright. No, no, probably not, but you have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Because you can't breathe air, because your molecules are inverted, right, Nolan? Your inverted molecules can't take in air. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, doesn't make any fucking sense, dude. Okay, but but doesn't it though? No, it doesn't. You're just flowing backwards. Oh wait, no, because you're so- always breathing out. Hmm. <laughs> but that explanation doesn't make sense. They they would say, well, you're always exhaling air and like. Inhaling. See, you're trying to say it and it sounds stupid, so that way it works. It sounds stupid. Sciency. It sounds stupid either way. <laughs> I'm going to clear that up right now. It sounds. I'm going to tell, I'm gonna tell you. I'm going to tell you what, Shagas. It does, but it sounds smarter when they say it. Yeah, it's because he had time to write it down. Exactly. Uh, but it, <laughs> okay, but then okay, so there's like inverted time mm-hmm. where you flow inverted, but everything else flows regular. That shit. This, 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 <laughs> the only time it makes sense is when John David Washington does it the first time, and the car fucking he is the car wreck that happened earlier. That's the only time it fucking makes sense. Because we then, have found a film that is broken. Shagis, this, so this is the movie. I'm so confused. Like I understand the flow of events, mm-hmm. but then they start doing things where this is a movie where. This is definitely the most Nolan Nolan movie. It really is. Because we got Memento where the movie starts at the end and goes to the beginning. Mm-hmm. But you see the end at the beginning and then you just get to that point. Then you have fucking Inception where you do sort of that again. Mm-hmm. We have the ending at the beginning and then you start at the beginning and get to the end. Mm-hmm. Interstellar, pretty much kind of the same thing yeah, as Inception. Yeah, starts at the beginning and ends. Uh, and- or Except the 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 character is now leading events. the events yeah. from the end the to end make sure the beginning, the beginning happens. Yeah, right. Here, we go another step where we're doing both. We're yeah. flowing forward and back at the same time in the same mm-hmm. movie, and it. I figured it was bound to happen, but I didn't know what it would look like. Nolan has Nolan has gone crazy, or has and he he's dragging and he's dragging us with him. Yeah. Cause I really enjoyed this movie. As dumb as dumb as the future time broker is, that, that, that really hurt you. You, you it doesn't make that. it just. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. They have a guy feeding them information from the future, but can the information from the future get to the past or past get to the like? Huh? <laughs> of course it is. It's niggas from the past. <laughs> This shit just gets stupid, dumb, but it's cool. It's, but I, but but I have I have one I have one oh, question before okay. you go before you go into that thought that thought there. Did you see any bad guys at the end when they were storming the beach? No, the man, there's just a lot of there's just, just a lot like of shit going on. No, yeah. and buildings. No, nah, dude. dude got reversed into a building that was and cool. like became the building. <laughs> when they shot the they both shot and unshot the building at the same time. 
I didn't that was understand awesome. that, but it was cool. <laughs> I'm like, why just let us like, do you have to cause the explosion on one side and then uncause? Yeah, because remember one team is going forwards and one team is going backwards. Yeah, that was stupid to me the entire time. I was very confused. <laughs> the pit temporal picture. <laughs> the whole operation was a temporal picture. Exactly. From the beginning of the movie. I just didn't get it. <laughs> I still don't. I gotta watch. I gotta watch this again, but I'm gonna enjoy watching it again. I mean, I think it would be like a really fun thing to watch again. You know what I mean? Like where other movies, it's like, all right, you watch it again, but you know everything that's Mm -hmm. happening. This would be like watching it the first time again. (laughs) Because the first time watch is gonna do this. Oh wait, no, fuck. Right? He's undoing it. (laughs) Like it's just stupid. But I, I enjoy it. Honestly, I. I, I honestly don't know how to like the, how to how to truly talk about this movie because in some ways it 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 does come off as silly, and and that's literally because they throw so much at you. Yeah, and I think I feel like they have to do that just because we explain the rules <laughs> now because you don't get it. We you on for a ride? Look, just turn your brain. They literally just said, just look, 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 look. Don't think this about shit it. is crazy. Okay, but you go have fun. Just do that. Just have fun. We just want to play with some time shit. That's all. We just we want to play with the, the the reverse tool in Premiere. That's all we want to do. That's all. <laughs> like, what do you, what do you, what's your problem here? And I just you know at a, at a certain point I was like, nah, go ahead and do it. Exactly. Like it's like honestly, like everybody, like everybody's acting here was on point enough that I was like, I was never taken out of the film because of it. Not even. Um, it is amazing how much John, John David Washington sounds like his daddy. It is amazing <laughs> how much like there are times when he just like I'm just like, what the fuck did Zell come out out of nowhere? You know what I mean? Like he is not a he is not a new person. He he is his daddy reborn. That is I'm sorry. He got his own little spin to Denzel though. I don't think he does. There's a, so. there are those moments when I'm just like, no, that was Denzel Washington delivering that line right there. Yeah. <laughs> like Denzel, hang up your cap. You good? <laughs> you good? You can retire now. Nah. You can. He can. Nah. Y'all, David is out here doing it. Make man on fire too. Fuck the fuck. Fuck Tenet. Make man on fire too. Please. Make the man on fire prequel that I've been wanting for the rest for my whole life. That's all I want. Anyway, back to Tenet. <laughs> Make a sequel to the noir film. That uh, uh, the noir film. Oh, Fallen. Yeah, I couldn't remember the fucking name for life. I was like the noir. <laughs> you go with them titles again, nigga. I did not call it the noir film. You knew what I was gonna. You knew. I knew. I you would get it. No, I, until you said time. That's where I was going. I was next. like noir. Regardless what of what noir you said, film. regardless of what was happening, I knew you were coming back to it. No, no. you had to send me there. I know, and I did from the past. I did. Or the future, right? <laughs> you try, you tried to imitate Nola. You're not ready yet. Hey, look, I'm just trying to tie up loose ends. Okay, whoa, whoa, don't tie up them loose ends. <laughs> I saw what happened when you tie up loose ends. No, man, like and Robert Pattinson, Robert Pattinson in here. I love, I love Bruh. Robert Pattinson here, man. Need, Dude is charming. I need to see that Batman for real. I need to see that. Ba- Y'all need to quit. Uh, Get on his case about that Twilight. You know, this is the movie he was sneaking out of to uh to audition for, for Batman. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine sneaking out of a Christopher Nolan movie to go on to go audition for the new Batman. You left the one Batman director to try to go into the new Batman director. That's crazy. Yeah. 
I like it though. And no one was like, "Man, get that bag, bro." <laughs> like, yeah. I man, oh god, I just I don't know what to say about this movie, people. Is it was it worth the people going into theaters to see this? Yeah, I knew you would ask me that. No, your health is better for yourself. But I will say this: mm-hmm. I would have preferred to see this in the theater. Yeah, a theater experience of this movie would have been probably more confusing, but it would have been fucking level. Yeah, mix your fucking movies. Yeah, having Please. to uh, <laughs> adjust the levels going through it, yeah, it does affect my my enjoyment out of it because I'll be like, oh no, it's, it's about to be an action scene. Let me make yeah. sure it's not too loud. Especially the explosions that just be coming out of nowhere just, in this movie, and the un unexplosions that make louder sounds than the explosions. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you get a pocket. And you just and you revert. Yeah, it, it, like goddamn. Uh. Next, no, next time house so that we ain't got to worry about the levels. Yeah, next time. Ne- next time next, house. Yeah. Next time. <laughs> if we, because we'll be so lucky to just be like, yeah, well, let's rent a house. Next time. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I. A. I'm gonna give this an A. <laughs> I I can't get it. Give it anything lower than that because I one enjoyed this so much. Two. There was no bad performances. The music was on point. The action is on point. The story is confusing as hell, but I feel like that was literally the point. It's a Nolan film. I can't I can't give this anything lower than an A. I can't again, once again, I can't tell this man Nolan anything. I can't say nothing to this man. He got it. He did the shit. He he just he keeps on topping himself. <clears throat> I ain't never seen nobody do that. Everybody else staying the same and just, let, just living in their level playing field. This man just be like, "Nah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take my one thing that I love doing, and I am going to I am going to I am going to move it forward. I'm going to invert it, and I am going to I am going to flip it all around and make y'all watch me do it. What can I say? What can I say to that? Flip it and reverse it, <laughs> and we're back to the beginning, <laughs> like a goddamn Nolan film. It's, it's, it's definitely probably one of the most interesting styles of storytelling that I've seen of late. Like I really, I've I probably have said this on every single one of the movies we've done, but I really like this style of storytelling. I really like narration type storytelling and I like mm-hmm. things that are told out of time, but also kind of make sense. Granted, none of these Nolan movies make sense. <laughs> uh, but it's just, it's really, it's so different than pretty much anything else that we're getting from anyone else. Like, there's no one who tells a story like Christopher Nolan does. At least not that I've seen. And I can't give it anything less than an A either. I want to know who was on the music on this. Hans Zimmer. Of course. Uh, okay, I figured. Like, you, I mean, I figured. I just wanted to know mean? for sure. I just want to know for what sure. I was listening to Vamp for me real quick. Uh, but but regardless. No, yeah. Yeah, it's Hans Zimmer. Yeah, I, I figured. <laughs> I, I don't um, know who made that song. Yeah, I it's think, time no tenant. I can't. Travis Scott. Scott be hidden. Uh... I can't give this movie anything less than an A. 
and it's there's he knows how to direct his people he knows how to tell the story that he wants to tell and he writes it too he wrote this one by himself mm. according to the credits at least mm-hmm. uh I wonder if he got the uh what does Sid in the Met call it? The uh, uh Oh Final Cut. Final Cut. Then they gotta have Final Cut by now, bro. I wonder. Like Hollywood's changed. I mean yeah. So the the prerequisite for getting Final Cut might have gotten harder. But I mean for somebody like Christopher Nolan that just be putting out like bangers like this. I don't think he'd have missed. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. In my in my opinion, there are prob- there are people that are probably like, eh, whatever, Christopher Nolan he's t- He's he's up his own ass. He's you know all the the, the haters and the detractors who see his his popularity and and want to just like and want to shit on it will probably <laughs> be like yes his movies are I mean, oh, Interstellar oh that was so cheesy it's so cliche and in me you know Inception overhyped you know what I mean like shit like that I mean, you know I thought that at one point too but I I ain't seen it yet <laughs> I was like man everybody talking about Inception shut the fuck up about Inception. I ain't seen it yet. Now you sitting there there going to sleep. Now I'm sitting here like, man, when was the last time I dreamed? (laughs) (laughs) Am I in a dream? Uh, But I would probably have to give this either an A plus Mm -hmm. minimum for me, but it could turn into an S on a rewatch. Man, the only reason I give it straight just an A it's because I'm not letting that shit go at the beginning when he's just gonna try to pass off all this gobbledygook <laughs> in my goddamn face. How dare he? Hey, look, all I'm trying to say is they told you. She I said, did. hey, stop thinking so hard. I know she did. And then they, they kept saying it. They kept saying, hey, I'm gonna go ahead and airlift you off this fucking boat if you don't learn how to think about time differently than <laughs> you, you get, do now. You gotta stop thinking linearly. And yeah. I was like, every time they talked about that, they were looking at the audience. They like, really were. You gotta stop thinking about this movie like other movies. They were literally like, hey, I know you're confused. And it's because you're thinking wrong. Look at time differently. God. Damn it, Look Nolan. At time. This is Nolan. You know how people say Simpsons predicts everything that happens. This is right. Nolan letting us know that we're about to get the motherfucking uh, what do they call it? The the fucking reverse time shits that they were going into to become inverted. We're gonna get those damn cylinders, and instead of inverting time, they're gonna let niggas go back. That's what's that's what's gonna happen. That's how the Simpsons get made. That's how it lasts for thirty damn seasons. That's how it happens. Yeah, I have no, no idea. No idea what those things are called. Watch this whole last movie. They said like seven times. I can't remember what the fuck it's called. <laughs> they really did. It's not plutonium. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the word. What are you that one? I'm, I'm literally just scanning. <laughs> like, okay, I can't see what I'm scared for a word. A and word the blue that ones are sense. all like confusing. It's like shit. I keep looking at these blue words. Shit. Entropy. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Sign, like, what the hell is, but yeah, see, it's it. The explanation doesn't make sense, but it it's not supposed turnstile. That's turnstile, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just so stupid. Oh my god, you know what a turnstile is? Is it uh, what, wait, no. it's like those doors in department stores where you go around and go around the thing, or like the things that like uh, subway stations and you go around it. The fucking thing to go through. It just goes. And you gotta scan your card to make sure you go through. Circles. And it goes in that fucking turnstile. Yeah, that thing. He made those things into a movie plot time travel device. The place you go in is the place you leave. 
creative. It's creative. It's creative. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, Dude is out here making creative ass films. Nobody has done, like we we were talking about like when we did our usual trailer watch beforehand. We were talking about another movie that's doing the Groundhog's Day formula over and over, over and Nothing over again. Different. If this were anybody else, if this were anybody different, this would be. Back to the Future again, or some mm-hmm. shit. You know what I mean? Back to the Future, but an action movie, which I feel like was already thinking. I think it's called Time Cop. Um, Rob, <laughs> someone's definitely done a Back to the Future. No, there's literally a movie called Time Cop. I, I mean, think I'm that's sure what it. I think that's was Back to the Future, but an action movie. Like Christopher Nolan takes those like actual things and makes it into a creative idea that you you might have seen before, but you really haven't seen before. Like all the stuff, like he mixes in different like different time travel tropes in this movie mm-hmm. which and everybody says i don't know this could be it could be this it could, it could be that like it's it's kind of a little bit of everything mm-hmm. the grandfather theory multi multiverse you know what i mean like splinter universes type theories and shit like that we don't know all we do know is don't see if you see yourself go through a door you better bring your ass into that door so you can go off that puzzle on the other side like that's all you need to know do not meet yourself in the past that's all you need to know hey look just don't touch yourself don't don't do that (laughs) because you are annihilated this is this is such an interesting movie that i I just i people watch watch it honestly it's all i can say is watch this movie as I, I can't say anything else. I can't tell you not to watch it. I have I heavenly recommend not this, but uh, if Christopher Nolan Month has taught you anything, it's go watch this man stuff because you have definitely not seen somebody make movies like this man has, and you probably won't see somebody make movies as interesting and clever as this man has. And I defy anybody, anybody, put it down in the comments. I don't care to show me somebody better than Christopher Nolan. I will meet you bar for bar, scene for scene. This man got it. Bet money. But don't you know what we thought? <laughs> Just I put that put that battle challenge out there. Go see that shit. You ain't got nobody on Nolan. Let's see what the people thought in two ways. Since we did the pandemic, we do understand that you know this shit you know didn't make as much as one. In fact, that was a high bit of contention about this movie that it didn't get didn't make as much as it won. Was it a flop? Was it not? With a budget of $200 million, the box office was $363.1 million. To me, that's that's not, I mean, it's not like, it's not as much as they would have wanted. And in some circles, honestly, I wouldn't even call this a flop. Mm-hmm. You've made, you didn't make double or anything, but you made, well, you made profit, a good sizable amount of profit mm-hmm. on this movie during a pandemic. I don't think that's a loss. And yet a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of industry people would think that this is a loss. That's because it could have made 800 million easy. And it, it definitely could it have. It could have. It like, definitely could have. But the fact that you made a profit off of this thing, like even that's Even during just, the pandemic, it's impressive. That is fucking impressive. It shows either, one, how crazy the trailers were to interest people, mm-hmm. or... Uh, or Christopher Nolan's name just carries that weight now. There was something weird in the trade too. like the hero of the next generation. And he has a hero literally named the protagonist. It's, this man Nolan is so... He's so crazy. <laughs> that Nolan's so crazy. Some people might call that pretentious. Probably, yeah. But I mean... <laughs> like, Have you seen anybody do anything clever that isn't pretentious? Hans Zimmer. <laughs> 
<laughs> you don't think Hans Zimmer's pretentious? Have you oh. seen Hans Zimmer like outside of his music? Not really. His, I'm, I was going to say like his work doesn't feel pretentious. Oh, it doesn't feel pretentious. Okay. I thought you meant like the person himself. Oh, well, I thought you were talking about the work. Uh, I was talking about anybody whose work is good. Are they not pretentious? I feel like there's somebody. Uh, uh Junji Ito. Mm. Junji Ito. You are correct. He is not pretentious. That man is... Everything but the word pretentious. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. So we're also going to check Rotten Tomatoes. We're going to see the tomato meter on this one. And this one has a critic score of 70% and an audience score of 76%. Again, we see another film where the audience is vibing more, well, you know, according to Rotten Tomatoes, because you know how aggregators get. But uh, the, the audience is vibing more with a film than the critics are. I find that interesting, especially one like this. Yeah, I'm surprised it's actually as low as it is. Right? Like, I'm surprised, like, why... I'm I'm interested in what some of the critics' thoughts are for mm-hmm. why it's as low. I mean, 7 out of 10 isn't bad, right? right? It's, it's an average score... It's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, in my opinion, it means it's it's a good film. C's get degrees. They really fucking do. <laughs> um, but I'm really surprised it's not closer to, like, an eight. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have thought it would be, like, if not, like, 76 for the tomato, uh, for the critics, it'd be, like, an 80. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see some, uh, some discourse on Tenet. All right. Well, people, let us know what you think. I, I really am interested to see what you think uh, in the uh, in the comments down below. And, of course, that ends Christopher Nolan month, so please do look out for our next theme month that we're going to have. And, of course, the other stuff that we got coming out for production, production 1200. Jesus, I, my throat's getting dry. So that means it's time to end the show. Bye. Say bye, Shakers. Hey, adios. Oh, I thought you were going to say bye, Shakers. That's the thing. All right. Hey, Trey. You ready to get started on this podcast? <laughs> crash a plane but not from the air that was so dramatic well how big a plane that part is a little dramatic thank you for listening to the podcast make sure that you check out uh the other shows that we have on the facebook the other main podcast that comes out every other tuesday make sure you leave a like share it with your friends and your family go check out our youtube where we have content from other production 1200 works and make sure you follow us on the instagram we post sometimes there we'll, we'll do more we'll, we'll try maybe like us on uh itunes podcast rate and review give us them five stars and we'll see you next time. You're right. You're reverse. <laughs> you just sound like like a like a uh, uh, early '90s hip hop DJ. DJ thinks pick up your phone and call the request line. So you just went. <laughs> Is it worth it? Let me break. I'm going <laughs> to say just, now. At first it was straight, a bit and then it just... Yeah, and then you just like, turned so into was, Missy Elliott. It was. I like that. That shit is awesome. Oh, shout out to the queen.